Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got David Frayden. David, you're the CEO and founder of Spice Catalyst on the web at spicecatalyst.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Glad to be with you. Thanks for having me. So, David, I guess um, go ahead and explain what Spice Catalyst does. Uh, We teach uh, product management and product marketing uh, worldwide. Our number one client is Cisco. About a third of all their product managers have been trained by me. And uh, we also do consulting on uh, product management and product uh, marketing. So I would imagine product management is not necessarily uh, something that's just inherent for, and let's say just, you know, referring to any founder, CEO, they start, a comp- they start a company, they say, I've got a great idea for a product, and then they want to go to market. There's probably some things that they should consider. Yeah, there's actually five keys to success, which is represented by my company's name, Spice Catalyst. Uh, and they describe the things that a product manager does. Actually, I prefer the title product success manager because they're principally responsible for the success of the product. And the whole field developed out of brand marketing at Procter & Gamble in 1932 was adopted by Hewlett Packard when they got started in 1938. Uh, And then most product management uh, structures have come out of Hewlett Packard since then. Uh, I was lucky to get trained as a product manager at HP and then later got recruited uh, by Apple uh, because I was an HP trained product manager. And I brought the first hard disk drive to market uh, on a PC. It was a huge space. It was five megabytes. And it was very cheap. It was only $3,600. <laughs> uh, and they liked, they liked the way I managed that. And they asked me to take over uh, the, uh, the Apple III product line, which was one of the two product lines that Apple had at the time, the Apple II and the Apple III. And I generated enough profits uh, with my independent business unit on the Apple III to fund uh, Macintosh development. So I've, uh, you know, now I've, I've actually never managed or had any kind of physical product um, with, with all the companies that I've been a part of. They've always been service-based or media-based or, you know, that sort of thing. And so, um, you know, product manager, can you help me understand what a product manager typically does? Uh, it's a two, two general areas. One is they develop what's called the product market strategy. That is the strategy for the product in the market. And there are 32 elements of that, uh, starting with understanding what is it that your customer wants to do, why they want to do it, when do they want to do it, where do they want to do it, how satisfying are they with the current solution, how important is getting that job done or getting that problem resolved. Uh, Then it goes on to uh, design thinking, innovation, value proposition, competitive research, market research, product positioning. Uh, and uh, who are the target personas you're going after with uh, the product, uh, your target market after you've identified the market and the market segments, understanding what the total available market is, understanding how quickly your product will be adopted. By the way, a service is a product and a product is a service. Yeah, uh, A service is an intangible product. 
generally can't touch it. A, pro uh, a product is a tangible thing, and it can be hardware, software, then you have new things like software as a service or SaaS. And then from all of that, you then lay out your distribution strategy, what kind of partnerships and affiliates you want, what kind of trading you want for, for your sales force and your channel. Uh, and then it ends up with uh, laying out the pricing strategy. But typically at that point, this uh, product plan and market requirements and product requirements are turned over to engineering and it's their job to solve the problems laid out by the product manager. And then as the product is being developed, uh, a marketing plan, that is how we're going to take the product to market, which is put together, which is what is the messaging, what's the media you're going to use, what's the mix between the media that you're going to use, your so social media plan, your advertising plan, your PR plan, your uh, 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 your objectives for sales, your objectives for operations, your objectives for uh, service and support. And that second part in the marketing area is typically what a product marketing manager does. The first part, the product market strategy is what the product manager does, as I prefer to call them, the product success managers. It sounds like that's pretty much everything in a company. What am I missing? I guess HR, you didn't mention HR, so product manager doesn't do that. But it sounds like that's yeah. a lot of hats, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, typically, uh, every president of P. Dr. Gamble since 1932 has come out of brand management. Mm. Uh, if you add to what I just described, uh, things like finance, legal, HR, um, that becomes the CEO. Uh, so many times product managers or product success managers are called the mini CEO of the product. And they usually have uh, all the responsibilities for product success. Yeah. So aside from Cisco, uh, what other clients do you serve? Our trade, uh, Capital One Bank, uh, USAA, uh, the auto insurance company, Kaiser Permanente, um, the Botswanian telecommunications company, uh, and a number of other smaller companies around the world. Yeah. Now, um, I, go ahead. I've, I've trained, uh, I'm the second largest number of students trained in product management behind uh, a fellow by the name of Steve Johnson from Pragmatic. So I've, I've tried thousands of them. Yeah. And so you've got, uh, you know, you have some pretty popular books as well. So um, one of them I'm looking at is the book, Building Insanely Great Products. Some products fail, many succeed. This is their story. So, uh, and that's also an audiobook. So if you've, anyone's got some audible credits right now, uh, you know, and, and give me, a, I guess if you could share with us maybe an overview of what the book is about and what folks will learn, that'd be great. Yeah, it uh, basically covers the, uh, the the keys to product success in terms of SPICE, which stands for the strategy. I just described the product market strategy. Uh, the P is uh, your people and your team and your employees to understand the processes that you need in order to uh, have a mature uh, chance of success. Uh, the I stands for the information that you need to have in order to enable the product to be successful. The C stands for customer, understanding your customer, what it is that they want to do, as I described earlier. And the E is for the employees to be trained. Uh, for a successful product manager uh, to have a successful product, they generally have to have uh, close to 130 different competencies across the board. Uh, and if they don't have it, then they have to be supplemented by other people in the organization or by outside consultants. Mm -hmm. So um, building and sale like products goes through that. And it has a lot of examples from my uh, experience over the years. Yeah. Including. 
So who would you say in the marketplace is just really has this down? I, I, I suspect, you know, you quote Steve Jobs. I mean, he's the one that coined the term, right? Insane building or insanely great products. Correct. Yeah, Apple has product management nailed. Uh, Starbucks does. Uh, Amazon does. Uh, the 3M company does. Uh, trying to think of some others. Uh, uh, Tesla does. Uh, in fact, uh, what's his name? The uh, uh, boss. He um, he calls himself a chief product officer as opposed to the CEO. Yeah. So those are some good examples of uh, successful companies. Cisco does a pretty good job of it, but of course I'm biased. <laughs> what is it? Uh, what, what do you think it is that uh, you know the Teslas and the uh, the Apples of the world? Um, is it a cultural thing? Do you think? Culture is a combination of the company's values and the company's vision mm -hmm. uh, implemented over a period of time. That becomes the culture. Um, and yeah, it, it, that culture that uh, that Apple has and that Amazon has of intense focus on the, the uh, satisfaction of customers is part of Apple's values, part of their DNA. And likewise, uh, going back to the memo that uh, Bezos, Jeff Bezos wrote with, back in the late 90s about an intense focus of Amazon on the customer. And then they have a keen understanding by observing what it is that people want to do. Mm. And then they develop products and services for that. Uh, for example, you know, I'd say about 10 years ago, I started selling some things on Amazon as an Amazon seller. And once you sold something, they used to take eight mouse clips in order to print the package slip and the postage. Uh, now I think they've reduced that to two or three. Wow. So some product managers sitting there saying, okay, why do we have our sellers, especially the larger sellers, have to sit there and click so many times? Can we simplify this and get it done faster? And they they uh, are constantly innovating and constantly improving on the uh, productivity of the use of their sales tools. Yeah. Um what uh how important is uh you know validation and 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 research uh you know before making too many big steps toward development and you know kind of yeah you know, I, I and I'm curious you know what are some good best practices for you know really making sure that um we're responding to the market and you know avoiding the temptation that we're 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 smarter than the market yeah, it's very, very important. Um, a lot of companies rush the product to market, rush the product into development, and mm -hmm. it actually turns into a rush to failure. In order to clearly understand what it is your customer wants to do, it's going to take a, a calendar time of about three to six months. Yeah. It'll take people time about uh, one to three people months worth of effort. And the best practices that I teach uh, is a course that I have called Enhancing Product Success. It's a one-day course. And uh, right now I'm delivering it uh, over the internet uh, worldwide. And it starts out with first observing to understand what it is that your customer wants to do, then interviewing 40 to 80 customers, and then surveying 800 to 1,200 uh, prospective customers that fit into the target personas that you want to pursue with the product. That will then give you qualitative and quantitative information as to exactly what problems it is, what kinds of outcomes, what kinds of jobs need to be done uh, by your product. And what you're after is to identify, as uh, Tony Ulrich from uh, Stratagem points out, 
is to try to identify 15 unmet needs. Once you have those 15 unmet needs, then the window of opportunity for your product opens. And then uh, that's when you uh, bring the product to market. Yeah. So um, <laughs> this is, you know, this is a space that obviously you've been involved in for quite a while. You've got some great notoriety. How have you seen product development evolve over the past, especially, you know, say 10, 15 years? Uh, and back in the late 90s, the notion of agile development, where you don't focus on all the documentation, you do things in quick iterations, uh, starting, and then it started to be adopted extensively in the late 2000s. And now it's, uh, I think, about 60% of all product development, hardware and software, um, and services, is done in an agile form or you do a few features and it's called a sprint. Uh, you release them, get feedback from the market, make adjustments, uh, do another uh, few features, release them and so forth. Uh, even to the point, for example, uh, 15 years ago, the average time for a new phone was like every two or three years. But Apple with its ability to do agile development on the iPhone now ships regularly a new phone every 12 months. So that's been the major change is the shift from what's called waterfall development, uh, where you have uh, stage gates to um, agile development. Yeah. Uh, and so if you were to, and I'm curious about particularly 2020 um, and any big impacts uh, of this year that, that you think that product developers, or maybe not necessarily impacts, but you know, just sent maybe new sensitivities or anything you know that are just maybe larger kind of sweeping um, trends within either you know understanding consumer behavior or you know how we respond. Yeah, I've, I've identified sixteen major trends that's going to change everything over the next five years. Uh, clearly, the the COVID virus and pandemics is is the is a big one. Uh, second one uh, right now as a result of that is the economic health worldwide. And uh, see how people are shifting sales at uh, Apple, and, uh, Walmart, and Target are way, way up, uh, but sales at uh, restaurants are, are way, way down. Uh, a famous chef predicted about 30,000 restaurants in, in California alone would be going out of business during the, uh, the COVID virus. But there's other things too. There's things like artificial intelligence, mm. there's uh, genetic uh, gene splicing, there's uh, 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 driverless vehicles, autonomous vehicles, not only for moving people around, but also moving goods around. Uh, there's um, uh, climate change, uh, global warming, uh, affecting the shores of, of many countries around the world, and many islands, and so forth. Uh, all of these, uh, 3D printing is another one. All of these things uh, offer uh, cataclysmic changes that have to be taken into account uh, in terms of how successful your product is going to be. Yeah. Uh, and your business, um, what, what do you do to uh, attract new clients? I mean, obviously, you know, again, you've got some decent authority within the space, um, but how do, how do most of your clients find you? It's like any consulting business. It's word of mouth. It's uh, refer references. Uh, I reach out to a few people on LinkedIn every now and then. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly it's, uh, it's uh, doing the marketing, like this podcast, people hear about me and then they they call me up and we talk and uh, I get retained. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, for a, 
I guess, you know, your different levels of engagement. So let's say someone's listening and they're like, well, yeah, I mean, we've got a product. Um, we would like to be doing this better. What, what are the different levels that you provide services at? Well, it's an established organization. I recommend three steps. First is that we do an assessment of the people in terms of their skill sets. Mm. And uh, we're looking for gaps in those 130 competencies. And we do an assessment of the processes being used by the company to develop uh, their products. I had one client that had released five products. They all failed. And mm. they did not have a process that they were going through. So the lack of a, a mature process has, in his uh, 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 words, it's a, a rush to uh, product failure. It creates a culture of blame. Then from that, we could develop customized training courses for those individuals to increase their competencies and their skill sets, and then come back at the end of that year, do another assessment and lay out the training uh, for the following year. Yeah. You know, you also have, like, if I'm on your website right now, you've got courses, you've got books, you have a lot of ways that people can kind of get started in this. Yep. They can uh, get the books. Uh, all of them are audio books also. Mm -hmm. uh, as you mentioned earlier, and uh, I also have a number of these courses on uh, Udemy uh, where you can do self-study. Yep. You've got uh, building insanely great products. I mean, it seems like a good kind of pillar course. You get into value proposition, personas. This is good stuff. Uh, David, thank you so much for joining us. Again, your website is spicecatalyst.com. Anything else that people ought to look for uh, as they dive into your world? No, just that uh, the key to product success is uh, is spice. <laughs> Sounds great. David Frayden, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.